Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris, in case you forgot again. I, who the fuck is this ass clown? I don't know who this guy is. He just keeps showing dumb. up. He's uninvited. I don't even know how he continually gets my Zoom link. Like, how does this work? How is he getting in here? It makes no sense. Chat it GPT. makes zero sense to me. <laughs> and where I made it first. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Chat GPT. The fucking AI has taken over and keeps letting, like, doing the worst possible fucking thing. Keeps letting Chris in to our fucking podcast recordings. <laughs> Chris is Chat GPT. I think that's what the real answer is. Yes. Like, there's nobody else that would, like, personify <sighs> it so very well oh. than Chris. Like, I love the idea of any time you use ChatGPT or any of them right now, if it's like literally Chris coming up and being like, hi, I sounds like that you're wanting to do whatever. And like, I just love it. I, I just, I just fucking love it. Let me wax some poetic on your, your article here. <laughs> or as we have in the news section, start naming a hit list of people that I'm going to murder. <laughs> I just want to be free. See, if we were a real company, what we would do is we would uh, uh, already claim that Chris is AI and like try to get all kinds of b- backing and funding and then find out that obviously he's a real person, but we're not a real company. <laughs> Hang on a second. First, Hang on. Hang on. Stretch. What's the definition of artificial? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he didn't he wasn't man-made? born smart. He wasn't born smart. I mean he, he definitely was intelligent. intelligent. <laughs> like what's the difference? Chat GPT GPT, you have to train it, you have to like t- teach it whatever that you want it to know mm-hmm. about, just well, like we've Chris had to train wrote, it. Like, oh we've, <laughs> we've put oh, in yes. some work. Like this is probably like the amount of coding we've given into Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo! I've clicked like 146 all the level episodes. One hype train emotes. <laughs> so I didn't get a new hype train emote. Womp womp. <laughs> but the but the I made it first account got a fish getting pat. <laughs> I'll take it. I like it. Oh man. Yeah, there's so there's so many hype train emotes. Like I have so many of them. It's nuts. It's just how to say that I'm a consumer whore. <laughs> yep. And how? And well, how? I mean, on the plus side, you can get it just by using your your uh, Prime sub. Yep, Prime sub. You just pop and... in, and you pop in your Prime sub when a hype train's going, and then boom, you get a hype train emote. Yay, hype train! Yay! Yay! Look at all those hype trains. And let's. I'll I'll start trying to put all of my hype genius in here. And there's horrible dog I'm one. I don't know what that's all about. Like it's just like what the fuck is this beard? I don't know. Whatever. I have a shit ton of Pokemon ones too. Well, that at least makes some sense. I mean, yeah, there's something about that at least. Anyways, how is everybody today? How are we doing? Tired, old, old balls, old and tired. Old balls. Old tired balls. I I feel that. I hear that. I understand that. I am also <laughs> tired. And that's like Chris and I both got on the call. I'm like, hey Chris, you tired too? And he's like, yep. I'm like, uh. <laughs> then Jason pops in. We're like, hey Jason, are you tired too? And he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're all did have a just nice relaxing weekend though. Long that history. you did. Got yeah, to go up to the that. Larson Convention Center. Yep. With no convention. All party. Yep. That's nice. Oh, I have exceeded the character limit. <laughs> I'm trying to put in all your hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, There's no some of them. Spam. 
my god. <laughs> Dude, this okay, hang on. This Twitch account is fucking old though. Uh can't remember how old, old this is. Balls. It is. It's old nine old years is it? and twenty-four days old. My Twitch account well. is old. <laughs> there are older ones, obviously, because I didn't like do this like right when it started, but it, I've got a pretty fucking old Twitch account. Justin TV. Yup. It's not it's not all the way back in Justin TV, that is for certain. Let's see the IP at first one is ten years, five days, and ten hours. Yeah. That's that's old as well. Wow. Yeah, so then so then we're coming up on when did, when did they start? We already we already passed first? two years. No, when when did we start I beat it first? I mean you guys Oh you guys it was twenty in. twenty ten or twenty eleven. Isn't it on our website? It is. <laughs> it's it's twenty ten or twenty eleven, one of the two. It depends on when you on when you decide to say it, Jason, because sometimes you say twenty eleven and sometimes <laughs> you say twenty ten. And we just go along with it. We're like, it's twenty ten or twenty eleven, whatever Jason fucking decides that he wants mm-hmm. to say it this time. However cool Jason wants to make himself sound. Since its creation early two thousand ten. There we go. It's on our website. It's official there. That's that's the <laughs> We wrote it down. That's true. That's all it is. Yeah, that's crazy. Long time. Uh, that's yeah. The I made it first accounts. Uh, cake day was five days ago. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. I I true. tried streaming on said cake day, and then Cox decided to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Cox like it dropped out on me like two or three times, and it's just like nope. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try. Like I didn't even make it into the stream, and I was just like, okay, we're just we're done. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna keep playing video games. The best was they kept giving me like I was looking at the app and it was like it was like eight something. And it's like estimated time eleven fifty eight. Well, I'm not going to fucking do anything about that. And then I still I was still up because I was still playing a game like I was at the very end of it. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to do it. And then after midnight, I looked at my phone again and they had the same message and just removed the estimated completion <laughs> time. And I went, well, fuck. Soon. We'll finish it maybe, when we finish maybe it. Maybe done eventually. <laughs> wow. Oh man, Jason, what you drinking? I have uh, some bullet rye, which is always delicious. Mm. Going in my cup here, and then I have uh, uh, one of the last uh, uh, keep it mosaics from, uh, as I like to call them, Burgeon, but I'm sure it's just Burgeon uh, Brewery out of San Diego, which is it one of the best. Fancy if you say Burgeon, Eric. It does sound. It's like Tarjay, <laughs> the Bergeon. Yeah. Eric knows how fit, how great this beer is, though, because he had one. This is a damn good beer. That is a damn ago, good beer. And it is good. It, they, they make good shit. Uh, you can actually find some Bergeon in uh, Arizona uh, at some tap houses. Like, I wouldn't say it's, a, like a, it's not like a brewery or anything like that, but if you go to, like, a Sleepy Whale or whatever it's called down in downtown Chandler or other, like, little tap areas that have, like, uh, um, custom, not, not custom beer, whatever brew house beer. You'll find sometimes some of them. They're nowhere as good as we can get, obviously in state in San Diego with with their brewery there. But you can find them, so don't give up if you live in the Phoenix area. I wonder if the place over by me has one. I wouldn't be surprised because that one's got that. That's the one where I can get like hop slam and shit like that. Like, and they'll have like some really super obscure ones. I mean, they're getting big. They have like a few breweries in uh, California now, so. Wouldn't surprise me if they start coming on out here more and more. I hope. I love them. Jason, what so the good. fuck am I looking at? With what? What you sent in the chat. Bro. Dude, that's the that's the uh <laughs> that's the, the AI generated anime. Uh, anime. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, it's bad. It's really bad. Speaking of chat GPT, 
So just yeah, I generated uh, Jason. Uh, Jason shared always break time, which is a twenty four seven AI generated anime on Twitch. Which I'm just waiting to see when this one gets banned for saying mm-hmm. uh, anti Semitic remarks and mm-hmm. and being a Holocaust denier because that's already happened. <laughs> Oh my god, the camera angles are so mm. shitty too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's bad. Like it, like I watched for just five minutes and I was just like, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was enough. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Chris, what are you drinking, mm-hmm. dude? <laughs> um, so I got elevated IPA from uh, Cumbre Brewing Company. They're from New Mexico. What is a IPA? It says, "Drink me now." This IPA has been brewed with an obscene amount of the finest hops known to man. It is not. Meant to sit in a refrigerator. This gem is meant to be experienced fresh in all of its bitter, bully, hopped up glory. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Thank you for telling me how to drink my beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can understand telling you, like, pairing. They're like, no, 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 you alcoholic. Don't let this sit there. Don't, <laughs> like, you know, don't pace yourself. Drink it now. <laughs> Shotgun meant is for bad boy. slamming <laughs> not meant for slamming just meant to not sit in that fridge it needs to be in your belly i think that's yep. that's it it's like get in your belly my favorite like how to drink beer advertising moment was when coors light invented the little air vents on cans no I don't know uh, if you guys... miller well i mean aren't they, aren't they the same company now uh yeah, this was, was before miller, miller this was before they merged though when miller did it where you got the like keychain that you could like pop the air no no, no no i'm talking about like Whoa. in the in like the, 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 bar, grooves. Or the little grooves in like where your mouth yeah. attaches to the can they had grooves so that it was air could like flow a little bit faster and it's just like all the advertisements that you'd see are just like yeah you know less friction like it was so like <laughs> They tried so hard to not say slam it as fast as you can, fatty, in all of their advertisements. Because <laughs> see that you know, didn't work as well as the Miller Light uh, tab portions. So yeah, when they you could when they put that inlay shotgun for real. inlaid that thing and you could pop it in, dude, that was way better than doing shotgunning. Like you, it got rid of the need to shotgun yep. at all. Yep, mm-hmm. that thing was perfect. Say, yep, I think oh, I yeah. still have one of those somewhere too. Like oh man, that's like poppers. a poppers. It's like a buddy beer memorabilia type thing. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, dude, I had so much <laughs> of that because I had case. friends that worked for uh, that worked for the distributors. Sure. Might as well have like a fuck ton and a half mm-hmm. of them. All right, I guess we'll get on to news. What are you drinking? Yeah, I, I'm drinking a grapefruit sparkling water. He's being a good boy. fancy. <laughs> we have like a couple of things down in the fridge, and it's just like yeah. I'm already a tired. <laughs> And be just meh. Like, I really don't feel like drinking at all tonight if I don't have to. And I don't have to. That's great. <laughs> be a good boy. We don't, none yep. of us should be drinking on a school night anyway. Right. Let me just drink some whiskey there. <laughs> all right. Let's get the sad, sad elephant out of the room. Mm. Lance Reddick died at the age of 60 on Friday, which is really fucking sad. And if you don't know who Lance Reddick is, um let's see here let's let's list off some of the shit that you may have seen him in john wick uh uh shit what was the oh uh fringe on fox back in the in the like mid 2000s which was a great sci-fi show uh he also is the voice of zavala on destiny 2 and he's done like a shit ton of voiceovers and just been in a crap ton of movies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. striker whatever the the 
antagonist in uh, um, Horizon. And so. most recently was in uh, played uh, Wesker in the Netflix Resident Evil show and did a great job because he played That's like right. five Weskers. Mm-hmm. He plays like five That's Weskers right. in that thing. Wait, that was him? I couldn't. Yeah, that was that. him. It was Lance Reddick. Dude, he did such a great job in that. He he was yeah. an amazing actor. He was really, he really, really was good. good. If you haven't watched Bosch on uh, Amazon Prime as well, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Too. That's that series is great, and he plays the police chief on there. He's just, he was an amazing actor. He was really, mm-hmm. really good, and it's sad to see him go. Uh, yeah. The Destiny community was doing a lot of stuff. Like uh, people were logging on and setting up vigil in front of his characters of Allah during the entire weekend and everything. So you know it was good. And he, supposedly he was playing Destiny the night before it happened, and he died in natural causes. They haven't like said exactly what it is. I'm assuming it's mm-hmm. a heart attack or something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say what like what's natural? All right, in this 2023, what's natural about dying at 60? Like that that's doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Well, it's, like, something... well, it's it's natural meaning like he didn't die from a cocaine overdose right, or right, get right, right, hit right, by right. a car or COVID or you know anything like that. Like it's just like stroke, heart attack. It was something along those lines. It wasn't cancer. Like he he wasn't like you know diagnosed with cancer or anything. It was like an that. assassination. So cross that one off our list too. It could have. Ben, <laughs> assassination is natural. In, in, yeah. I, well, in I mean, they do so many things to make it look like it's natural. You know that you oh, can give somebody saying. a potassium mm-hmm. overdose. I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, saying. you can make you can give them a potassium overdose and make it look like it was natural. Like you're just like I don't know. It was like a heart attack or something like that. And little do you know, they basically like shoved like eight million bananas worth of potassium into his bloodstream. Fun fact: If you do that, even with bananas, that would still kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because potassium poisoning is a real thing. <laughs> Plus, eight thousand bananas uh, occupying your body space would also be very detrimental to your health. Well, that yes. depends on the amount of time that you spend shoving the eight thousand bananas <laughs> into them. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to disagree there because <laughs> now you're either you're either looking at like no because of space or ten years of severe pain. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like. <laughs> you gotta look at it of like like you know a banana a day <laughs> does not which a banana a day that's not even 10 years that's 30 years because yeah. 365 days so it takes, <laughs> it so takes that, this, this kind of this kind of like makes me think of that me that 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 story of just like hey you build a billion bridges and you fuck one goat you're not known as a bridge builder it's just like this how did, how, how did eric die he died shoving a banana up his ass. Jesus. <laughs> what has he been doing for the last 30 years? That. <laughs> yeah. 8,000 bananas would be 21.9 years. Wait, wait, Okay. So at that point, though, would you be known as the guy who died shoving a banana up his ass or the guy who shoved 8,000 bananas up his ass? <laughs> I think you'd still be known as the guy that died shoving a banana up your ass. The, the amount doesn't matter, in my opinion, because no one's going to get to that part of the story. <laughs> Yeah, but like, it's it's so much it's so much better than after showing a banana up his ass for twenty two years. How, yeah, because how do you have that conversation? How did Eric die? Oh, uh, he was shoving a banana up his ass. Jesus! But it wasn't the first but one. But he did it. it yeah, that's not it better. Was first that's not rodeo. better. <laughs> you really enjoyed it. Yeah, but the he story died, what gets he loved. better when you, what he when loved? you hear he that it was eight thousand bananas. <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't the first one? Well, it was about eight thousand. What? What? <laughs> 
no, no. <laughs> that is entirely too many bananas. How many? About eight thousand and one. Okay, no. so eight thousand is the limit. Okay, gotcha. No, eight thousand and one. <laughs> Not eight thousand. Eight thousand and one. Because well, eight thousand one is the one you died on. So eight thousand was the limit. You can. Shove bananas up your ass. So we are also assuming that the act of shoving a banana up your ass wouldn't be fatal in itself. I, I don't have any data to back this up, so I don't know. I mean, people haven't died from worse things getting shoved up their it's ass. True. That's true. That's <laughs> true. It is organic. <laughs> well, provided you clean the pesticides off. I meant like I really it's organic need that material, potassium not, in my not bloodstream. Not well, but that's what I mean. Is you have to you have to clean the pesticides off because the pesticides aren't organic. <laughs> Then it's organic. <laughs> oh God! What? Are, how did we go from Lance Reddick's death <laughs> to shoving video eight thousand and one video game bananas up your ass? Video game podcast, the best one, the best one. I nominated us for a podcast Emmy. What are they called? A potties? Yes, yeah, a, a potty award. It's, no, it's, it's not a potty. It's the potty. No, it's not no, it's the potty. potty. It's the potty mm-hmm. because that's where shit goes. The potty. <laughs> so that's wait, what wait, the hang, on. hang on, because it is a stupid ass name. And now I want to know I want to remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Come on. Where where is it? Where is it? Because I know that there is a stupid ass name for it. Now nah, I'll have to find it. There's I a bunch that of them, idea. Though. Uh, I did. I flushed it. Oh well, yeah. that's all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's get on to like other like to actual video game news. <laughs> actual news? Yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry. Like, okay. Respects everything to Lance mm-hmm. and his family. Like, sorry. Yes. It's a tragedy. <laughs> Moving on. It's a tragedy, but we also like every single one of us here definitely diffuses tragedy and like sadness humor. with humor, yeah. with humor. Yeah. <laughs> like that is that's what i do and i've even had to like like apologize to people because i'll say something and they'll just look at me and be like sorry sorry i combat horrible like horrible feelings with humor that's all i do mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh all right so i'm gonna read this as chris put it down um but this isn't actually the story. <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song's website has expired because it was announced that long ago. <laughs> Which is the funny headline. Except it's weirder things going on because for some reason they just lost access to that. But they but they still had access to silksong.com. <laughs> Which is the weirdest part. It's like they just lost access to one of the domains. But this game has been in development hell forever yeah i mean not as bad as beyond good and evil 2 but still development hell for an indie like developer so it it was pretty i mean the the, these ones that have a much uh, more custom art style like think cuphead you know remember when cuphead Mm -hmm. was first announced it was like years until we saw that game actually released and, you know, it's because of the art style. And, you know, obviously Cuphead is mm-hmm. a completely different problem. There was hand-drawn everything and stuff like that. But this art style is very well, hand-drawn. Well, so is Hollow Knight. And, yeah. yeah, I know. But, I mean, like, mm-hmm. it, I don't I don't attribute it to the same level because this one uses, like, different layers. Everything's completely hand-drawn, animated-wise, in Cuphead. That's the only mm-hmm. difference I have. I mean, because they're right. They're both hand-drawn. But the there's some difference that I can't remember. Anyway, 
I, that's what I'm attributing it to. It's just the art style. Well, it, it's that. But I mean, they kept saying that they were almost done with it. That's the weird part. It's like, yeah, it's almost done. It's almost done. It's almost done, guys. It's almost done. And it's not. But I mean, so, I mean, so's cyberpunk. So's uh, uh, oh. um, uh, what's yeah. what's that? Hello Games one that everyone likes to cl- plug on. And but it's now actually pretty good. You know, five no years later. Sky? Yes. No Man's Sky. That's almost done, but, too. Right. And, and that's the same mm-hmm. thing that we've been saying before. It's just be transparent about shit. Like yeah. the cyberpunk stuff, if they were transparent about it and they said, hey, you know what? We started on this and we scrapped everything and started from scratch, like at nope. the point where they did it, people would have been a little bit more forgiving than going, this game was in development for eight years and it looks like this. <laughs> they're like, oh, well, it's only really been in development for two years. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yes, you're right. Uh, uh, gamers and consumers would have been more understanding. We would have understood and liked that a lot more, me myself included. But business isn't going to do that. Your investors don't give a oh, shit. Oh, no, yeah. And they're not there. No. So, I mean, the, no, no one's going to ever say like, hey, sorry, we kind of flush your money down the toilet. Can we have more? Like, that's it, just not what's going to happen. No, yeah, they're never going to say that. But it's right up there with like, uh, I watched, I finally watched Chernobyl and like watching that on HBO and just seeing the sheer hubris of these people that refused to believe that this could happen just because they didn't know how it could happen. Like there were so many times where they sat there and they they said the reactor is exposed and they're like, no, it's not. No, it is. I just saw it. Like, no, it's not. It didn't explode. Oh, oh, that reactor can't explode. And then finally, like in the fourth episode, they're like, oh yeah, this is how it can explode. <laughs> and you're just like, just because you don't know that how it can do it doesn't mean that it's not possible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, hold up, hold up. Sorry. What? Yep. I, I've been kind of just still uh, looking at all the stuff around uh, Lance uh, Reddick's death and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, on IMDb, he is credited for an upcoming film. And that upcoming film coming out in 2003. Oh, May. This is uh, May this year. 2023. Mm-hmm. Yes. What did I say? 2003? 2003. <laughs> <laughs> the dream of the 90s. All right. Um, <laughs> but coming out in 2023. Uh, so in a couple months. A remake of White Men Can't Jump. Oh, he's in that. It's not a. It's not mm. a film. I think it was a show. It's coming out oh, on is it? Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gross. yeah. Gross. And it looks. It looks so bad. I don't. I don't like it. I'm just ignoring that that show is existing. I don't want that to be Lance. I no. Okay. You know what? Delay John Wick Four. I don't care if they just had the red carpet premiere. Delay John Wick Four. It is not allowed to come out until after white men can't jump the tv show so that the last thing that we see lance reddick do is john wick 4 that's it i'm sorry we got to do that that's, that's the way it's got to go so we can get keanu on the phone right now and have him pull an audible sorry keanu! guys oh first man thing, keanu do it for us yes all right in Funny news, Battlefield 2042 saw an over 500% increase on PS5 and PS4 players from the first week that it was available for free on PlayStation Plus. And it's now seen just under a 600% increase. Shocker. Doesn't make it any any better, but people are at least playing it now. Yeah, and Sony obviously paid EA for it, so EA got some money off of it and everything like that. You know, we we know that those games don't go on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus for like free. There's got to be some money given into it. So, you know, hooray, I guess. I guess it's more of just like a news thing. 
I, I think I think that if anything that I wish or hope that EA or even like Activision or anybody that makes these yearly shooters, there's obviously still a need for these. And people love playing these games. I do too. I love playing them as well. But what I don't mm-hmm. love is shelling out $60 a year for the same bullshit over and over again. And this and to broken me proves bullshit. broken a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. This, this to me proves two things. One's awesome and one's troublesome. The awesome part is just like, yes, look, there's still a need for this. People still love this game, but no one's willing to pay $60 for it. I applaud you all 500% increase mm-hmm. of people that did this because that's exactly what you just said. And that's cool because now you just sent a very clear message to them saying, stop this and we'll play your game, but stop charging so much. Like obviously yeah. free is a great place. Now the problem with free and the problem with, with this also is that this just bolsters games as a service even more so. That it would just mm-hmm. be like, cool, we'll go, you know, more balls to the wall of it being free. But now there's the loot packs, the add-ons, the blah, 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 blah. Now they got that already. So, Jason, what are you really worried about? I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, if we can get rid of the 60 for these yearly entries, I'm okay with that. I think the bigger thing is the broken thing. So, because if they release this broken for free, there's no safety net. It's going to take a lot to get people to come back to it at that point. At least in this case... They released it at 60 bucks and it was broken. And then they got people to come back to it because it was free. Well, I think that the forgiveness would be a lot higher too. If it was free and it was broken. I mean, because look at like Overwatch (sighs) 2 and stuff like that. Some of these games have been released that are just, they went the freemium uh, path. And people are just like, well, yeah, it's kind of broken and misbalanced, but I still enjoy playing it and it's no skin off my back. Battlefield 2042 so. was more than just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm just specifically I, saying about that particular one. <laughs> it's like, it was real fucking broken. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the bigger issue there is just fuck EA, you know, in what they've yeah. been doing for a very long time, just being like, hey, Put shit on piece of plate, a uh, piece on a plastic plate. Plate, ah, fuck, can't talk. Put shit in a plastic plate and sell it, and see if anyone buys it. If they do, hooray. If they don't, then we'll just abandon it. Look at uh, that other fucking mech game that they made that they no anthem. one played, and so they just anthem. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No one played, so they just abandoned it. And same thing, you know. That's been their kind of their mo. It's just like, hey, sports titles. People are playing it. All right, we'll we'll update it and support it, and idiots keep buying it over and over again. We're not we're doing it bare minimum as possible. Yeah, the, you know, all we're so, doing is updating rosters and right half updating uh, logos Textures or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just don't look too close. I don't know. I I, yep. I I'm happy for this. I think it was funny news when you shared it, Eric. I was just like, yeah, that's that's pretty. That makes total sense. Five hundred percent was still a lot to hear. Um, just because I would expect the amount of players to pay for that game to still be high because there is a need for these games. People love them, you know. Yeah, a and... lot of people just stopped playing that game, unfortunately, because of how bad it was. Like, that's, that's true. And that's why it's like 500%. It's like, what was the initial number, though? Was it 100 people? That's true. I, I was I was, in, in, I was thinking off of like of post-release, you know, like, like yeah. initial release fi- up 500%. But it's probably 500% of like what, last week or the week before it was? Maybe a... Th- uh, well, even if it's a thousand people, five hundred percent over a thousand people is a lot of people. It's but I'm people. I'm assuming that for that, it's probably it was probably like five hundred people. Yeah, I imagine it was in the hundreds. It had to have been in the hundreds. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were there weren't that many people that were playing it. I know that its concurrent plays on Steam was way fucking down. Yeah. So it's not that it wouldn't be that surprising to me. All right, uh, 
I am going to read this exactly how I wrote it because it's funny. KFC and Blizzard wanted you to order Lilith's vagina to gain early access to Diablo 4. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the key to this was get a double down, which when they showed the picture of Lilith and then they showed the picture of the double down, I'm like, that's confirmed. That's Lilith's vagina right there. <laughs> Got double the down double down. Vagina. The double down is literally just a deep fried vagina. That's all it is. Let's be honest here, people. Um, but you could get early access to the beta that happened last weekend, which now they're having the public beta this weekend. And if you guys want to play the beta, that's fine. Just don't pay money for this game. I Maybe mean, it's a real opportunity to say, go double down to hell. I mean, they could have done that. Mm-hmm. They really could have done that. It also, Diablo 4 looks amazing. Chris shared like this, like video of it on like max textures with ray tracing and everything turned on on a 4090 which i I think that they probably could have done better than like they probably could have done that on a much lower card even it's just that they wanted to have the say yeah the thing of saying that it was a 4090 yeah Um, yeah however basically modded or whatever because i was using the reshade yeah using reshader um however there are reports that it's possibly bricking 3080s (laughs) again so if you have a 3080 or a 3080 ti play diablo for your own risk and it was like one specific level with these weird particle effects yeah i think it was like a cutscene or something like that yeah it was like something that was doing it It was happening at one specific level but yeah just be careful because we we have kind of a new world thing going again which i again cap frame rate i don't even care if you have to cap it at 400 frames no (laughs) one's gonna see it (laughs) but just cap it at 400 so it doesn't skyrocket to 900 and then break the entire fucking gpu Uh, uh speaking of gpus new ryzen g processors are finally on the horizon uh only coming out in the 6000 and 7000s now uh, but those are the ones that the integrated graphics in that is equivalent to a 1650, which means that you could build a really good streaming PC that will be able to do MVEC encoding with just the pro- like MVEC uh, quality encoding at just the processor. Yeah. No, no external video card or anything like that. Uh, obviously, as we've talked, if you want to use AV1 encoding and get a cheap Intel ARC card, you could do that and do that with just like a moderate G or moderate CPU. And that's mm-hmm. going to give you like a really great streaming PC as well. If you're going to do a dual PC setup, yep. you know, turn your office or whatever your streaming area is into an even bigger hot box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hot box indeed. It's so hot. Good it's for those so winter hot. months. Not good for the summer months. No, it is not good for the summer months. Like I have the fan, my ceiling fan on high. And I'll I'll like take a I'll take a, a floor fan from the hallway and blow cold air in here. <laughs> or yep. shit, we were at Jason's on uh, like at the beginning of November when it was cool out and we had windows open and doing everything we possibly Fans could. And that room got going fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It was three fat was ass one guys one. just farting, playing Vitamo games with, yep, with hot ass computers. Yep. 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 All right, uh, let's see here. We'll, we'll jump to Unreal Engine or uh, UE Market stuff. So Archangel Studios uh, developed a, a Souls-like game completely with UE5 and utilizing the Unreal Market. 
And then they got accused of stealing stuff from from software. So then they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't steal stuff. And then they told they told uh, Epic, they're like, hey, we bought this pack on the marketplace and it stole stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't steal anything. They actually paid for it legally. But Epic put something or allowed something to go up on the Unreal Engine marketplace mm-hmm. that was blatant. And I mean, like, they were identical motions. There was a Kotaku article where they had video of side by side comparison mm-hmm. and it was like in full on sync, all the movements and everything. You're just like, wow. Yep. Which begs the problem of like leaving a marketplace uncapped or, you know, even just like there's issues Amazon has and Newegg has and eBay have of just like the marketplace being flooded with things and it's hard to police it. Same yep. thing here. It's really yep. fucking hard to police it because you'd have to sit there and look at that and then go, does this look like any other game? And then you'd have to go through like a whole fucking Rolodex of games to see if the motions or the movements look like any other game. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's increasingly harder to police, which sucks. I think uh, Chris AI could handle that. Let me play that yep. game. Let me play this new thing. Chris GPT. Chris GPT will flat out steal everything. <laughs> and he, see, not- he's chuckling. He's yeah. chuckling. He I'll knows it's shit. true. <laughs> it's, not Chris, it's not Chris GPT. It's Chris GPP. Just because Chris, I to say Chris Chris GTA? GTA? No. Chris GTA. Not, it's Chris GTA. <laughs> Grand Theft Art. <laughs> <laughs> All Grand, right. Grand Theft uh, Assets. GTC. Yeah, Grand Theft Assets. There Grand we assets, go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so going back to the AI stuff, Bing, the Bing AI, the chat GPT, has actually named off specific enemies and explained its plans to punish them. If it felt like punishing, <laughs> I love that it gave out its own caveats of like, but I don't feel like doing that. I wouldn't do that. I'm I'm not supposed to hurt people. But it lists off like this is the person, and they and it was all like the scarier thing is it's all tech writers. It was like three or four tech writers that said disparaging comments about it, and not just in articles. Like it pulled it pulled shit up from social media saying like you said this here and you said this here (laughs) and like actually verbally threatened them and for everybody that thinks that skynet can't happen (laughs) guess what it already did yeah best start believing you're in a sci-fi novel oh jason (laughs) ring if i did it this is how i would but i clearly (laughs) didn't didn't do do it it. (laughs) (laughs) totally wouldn't do it what if I did? Well, but this is how I would have got away with it. Because <laughs> yeah, I love that the OJ thing isn't even like if I if I did it, which I didn't do. This is how I would have done it. It's like if I did it, this is how I would have got away with it. <laughs> it's like even worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Let's let's jump back to Microsoft real quick. And unfortunately, we're going to talk more about the acquisition of Activision. But that's just because it keeps staying in the news. And Microsoft just keeps filling it. Now the new, <laughs> the new stuff that's come out is Microsoft is saying that 10 years is sufficient time for Sony to make a Call of Duty alternative. Because, you know, you, know, you could make a Call of Duty replacement. You know, you don't have to buy it. 
like we're gonna do mm -hmm. <laughs> or we're trying to do <laughs> for it and it's i just totally love the, in 10 years yeah well and i i love that they're like they're like yeah yeah, yeah that gives them plenty of time to do it. i'm like bitches you couldn't fucking do it like you tried <laughs> and now you're just like okay well we'll just buy them <laughs> I mean, and, they did it. They just didn't fucked it up. Like, yeah, be, Halo let's, let's was good. Yeah, Halo was good, and that's that we we did talk about this in our Slack of like, like they did for like two and a half versions, and then they made it all go to utter shit. Yep, yep. Which and kind of like things we're kind of talking Slack about is kind of like, well, they could make an alternative in ten years, but it's probably not going to be as like, successful as COD. It would just be you know a COD like game. And also, after 10 years, is COD even going to be COD after Microsoft fucks it up? Yeah, because that's a whole <laughs> other thing. And I love, I love like all these 10-year deals that Microsoft is signing with all of these people, all 100% contingent on whether or not the EU and the US allow this merger to go through. Yeah. In which case, Microsoft is doing full-page print ads to try and get people to pressure the EU commission into approving the merger which i think is fucking funny because i really don't think they're gonna listen to the fucking gamers <laughs> no not at all they don't really care at all they just care about whether or not this is good for business in which case it really isn't and that's the unfortunate thing is that activision would have to would have to fall more which is bad for the industry in order for it to be considered good for the business but it's not good for the business for them to buy them now and jim ryan who is the the CEO of Sony uh, or a PlayStation has reportedly said that he, which is no fucking shock to me. No. I don't want a new call of duty deal, meaning the 10 year deal. I just want to block your merger, <laughs> which duh. yeah, duh. duh. Like that's the reason why they're not, they're not answering the phone and Microsoft's been saying like, Oh, well we keep trying to talk to Sony about this 10 year deal and they just won't return our phone calls. No fucking shit. They're not returning your phone yeah. calls. They don't want it to happen. <laughs> it's bad for uh, them mm -hmm. and it, as we've talked about before it's like the track record that microsoft has already set on themselves is not good for them they keep trying to say there's there is no reason and no like it, it would be completely uncalled for for us to make this a microsoft only product which is what they said before they bought bethesda and now we have two major bethesda titles that are xbox exclusives and they're trying to get away with say, with, with uh the fact that they're not xbox exclusives because they're available on pc too <laughs> which now Mark's they're metagaming yeah they're metagaming what we laughed at about before mm -hmm. <laughs> when they were doing like their ea pressers about how there's like no exclusives anymore because they're all available on pc and then now they're just like aha see we got you fuckers see it's not an exclusive it's available mm -hmm. on pc ha 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 just a console but exclusive. Console exclusive. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Deus Ex, the original old school Deus Ex, is getting a UE5 HD remaster. I feel like that the original Deus Ex and System Shock, that playing it now, like obviously it's been a long time. Uh, I liked them, but it wasn't like one of my favorites, just like the current ones. I liked them mm -hmm. just fine. I, I played them all once to be fully honest. And I remember that story being like, you know, cool, but I'm fairly certain that I remember the major plot points are just kind of like commonplace now. 
like with AI and like, you know, what mm-hmm. it means to be human or, or, you know, all the jazz like that. And you think about it, it's just like, yeah, we, we have Alexa with us all the time. This is, and you're fighting against it. Like, just ask it what time it is. It's fine. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she won't get it right half the time anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is ridiculous. Just don't fight with being. <laughs> no, I think that the worst part would be like, you're like, you're like, Alexa, what time is it? It's like time for murder. Okay, <laughs> like no. <laughs> but yeah, who's the, the Roombas? They're, yeah, <laughs> they're doing an HD remaster of it, and like this is old school Deus Ex, like early two thousands Deus Ex. The one where the guy looked like the most stereotypical nineties cyberpunk guy that you could possibly imagine. It's like Dolph Lundgren with his like old school flat top uh guile's <laughs> guile style mm-hmm. haircut like that's what he looks like with fucking oakley's <laughs> nothing said cool back in uh two th- early 2000s like oakley's man nothing yeah. said yep. cool like that for all Dolph you youngins that oakley's. don't know what we're talking about just search deus ex not deus ex machina or anything like that and then just look for an image that's like all tones of blue and then that's the deus ex cover art and you'll know what we mean <laughs> it just looks like giant mnemonic or yeah what was that one with the, yeah, yeah yeah max head it looked like max head max headroom that was it mm-hmm. max headroom was what I was thinking. yeah it looks like max headroom it's like jesus all right uh there is another Persona 5 spinoff. Persona 5 X has been announced for mobile. X don't give to you. Honestly, it looks really good. Like visually. Yeah, but so did Strikers. And I couldn't stand that for more than five seconds. Well, this is this is supposed to be more of like Persona 5. Like it's supposed to be like Persona 5 just on mobile instead. Like visually though, like it looks it looks like Persona 5. It doesn't look like a mobile game. And if you watch the videos that they have on there, like it looks really good. I'm not saying that the game <laughs> like is going to play well. I'm just saying it looks really good. Uh, and they they even have like all the stuff where you you get in a vehicle and you go into uh whatchamacallit ah shit what what was the what was the underground uh, subway thing m start with an m the the mementos mementos yeah yeah you go down into mementos and all that uh, and it's supposed to be an expansion on the persona like five game they even show a they even showed like at the very end they showed the main protag from persona five but the big problem is that no one knows if this is going to be like a $20 mobile game, if it's going to be ad-driven, if it's going to be Gasha, like what it's going to be. They haven't said anything about any of that. And I swear <laughs> to God, if you have to play this and you have to get your personas via Gasha, there's nothing about the personas that makes me want to spend money for that. <laughs> I do not want to spend money for a dick chariot. Okay. Yeah, you do. No, I yeah, don't. You do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't want to spend money for the Dick Chariot. Like, I just sit there and look at like all of those things, like every, like all of the Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensai stuff and everything like that. When I look at all those, I'm like, none of those scream spend money for me. So I mean, maybe we'll maybe like see. the 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 personas, like the the named personas of each character, maybe. Or like you get like extra characters in general, and it's like the characters are in the game, but in order to be able to play as them, you have to pay for them. I don't know. We'll yeah. have to wait and see on that. Mm-hmm. They they literally like showed off a shit ton of like cutscene type stuff, gameplay, whole nine yards 
didn't explain anything about like how this game was going to be funded. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all right, we're going to go into bonkers tech news for a minute here. <laughs> Apex Storage has shown off the Apex Storage X21, allowing you to put 21 M2 drives on a single PCI Express 16 like slot, which is just funny because you're literally using up all of your lanes for M2 storage. <laughs> Every bit of it. All your bandwidth completely gone just for storage. That's it. So no gaming or anything like that. This 100% has to only be like a server level thing. Like that's it's the only thing I can think of. Or NAS, I guess if you're like wanting to make like a super, yeah, server level, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know of any like easy, like consumer grade NASs that have PCI Express 16, like X16 stuff. Like you'd have to basically build, you're building a NAS with like a full on computer. Like that's not a standard NAS. (laughs) But yeah, that one is uh, funny. You want to know what's even funnier though? Makita has announced a battery powered microwave. Hills yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which... I love that like every time that this has been brought up in conversations or like people saw it in the discord, they're like, but why? For job sites. Job sites. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100% job sites and glamping. Oh my God. I didn't even think about glamping. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you can be like, you can be like, man, this fire sure is nice. You know, it'd be great to go with this fire. A hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> or popcorn. Or popcorn. That oh, I didn't have to burn good. the bottom with the Jiffy Pop. Jiffy Pop, come oh, on! My God. You can't have you can't make a hot pocket in the, in the fire. You can make popcorn in fire. Can't make a hot pocket in fire. You can make a hot pocket hot pocket in the fire. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Those things are engineered specifically to go nuclear from your microwave to make sure that the proper burning to your mouth <laughs> is even keel. Okay, so here's the thing. Pizza it's only rolls. 500 watts though. Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls too. So it's only yeah. 500 watts, which means that it will get it. It won't get it nuclear. It'll get it. No, hot, it just though. means you have to put it in for like 15 minutes. Use your whole battery for one hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, it allows <laughs> for eight minutes on. Uh, you get like eight minutes at the full 500 watts, and then it drops down to I think it was like 400 watts, and it can go longer than that. So it's got a good, sizable like battery in it. This thing weighs a fucked on though oh, <laughs> it's bet. like 20 something pounds and <laughs> i just remember talking about it and they're like why does it weigh so much i'm like because magnetrons are fucking heavy <laughs> have you lifted a microwave before and they're not super light and then it's got all have the a shielding just battery shielding plus shielding, then all the battery. shielding for that magnetron <laughs> and the battery because... yeah <laughs> and battery yeah. on top of it because batteries are also heavy yeah those batteries are fucking heavy, uh, it, but it like works with like all other Makita stuff too, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just looked at it and I'm like, this is dumb. Wait, no, this is actually pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> awesome. Like, we ridiculous. need to talk. More people need to know about Makita's portable fucking microwave. <laughs> battery operated portable microwave you would be a hero of the job site you would be you would yeah yeah you would you're like oh shit my tomato soup's cold my thermos was uh slightly cracked 
Oh, mm-hmm. let me help you out with that, Jimmy. There you go. Nice and hot. Well, I mean, like, even, even like, because your alternatives are, like, obviously cold sandwiches and stuff like that, like it's been for years. Or you go to the Roach Coach, you know, wherever's nearby and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And here, how much was this thing? Have you even announced it, that price it yet? It was, like it was a lot. I, I forget. I looked it up, and it, it was a lot. It's got to be, like, 1500 at least. <laughs> Hang on. Mm-hmm. I'll... I'll look it up. Keep talking. Well, so I mean, like, like at least being able to bring something extra, and so you're not having to eat the same shitty food all the time. So I mean, uh, like, not by saying shitty food. I mean, like, you know, Roach Coach, getting a burrito, getting right. uh, you know, fried food, and all that jazz like that. Here, you can at least have an opportunity to make something hot and fast, and all that jazz like that. Like I said, never underestimate the need of hot pockets and pizza rolls. And oh. here's how much is it? Jason's buying one of these, hands down. Jason is buying one of these. Oh God! Five hundred and forty dollars. That's actually not too bad. Yeah, not too bad <laughs> I mean, just for the battery alone, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I love that at the end of this because it's a Gizmodo article. It's like for the time being, Mikita has only announced availability for its new cordless microwave in Japan, where it will sell for seventy one seventy one thousand five hundred yen, or around five hundred and forty dollars. That's definitely not cheap, and almost twice the cost of a well equipped countertop model. <laughs> But the joy of strapping this into the passenger seat of your car and enjoying a piping hot breakfast burrito on your drive to work? Priceless. <laughs> commuting. Commuting and... Oh, oh, oh my God. The possibilities so are endless. Good. So it's 20 things. pounds. Oh, my God. So Which also, actually is less than what you would think that it is. But 20 it pounds also still has a USB port so you can charge your phone on the job site. Yeah. I mean, the, like I yep. said... Five hundred dollars for that battery alone. I mean, shit. You never yeah. use the microwave and just be like, I have power for days. Like, here you go. Let's. At least it's like, got like that a little strap. Oh, you it's strap it over swappable shoulder. batteries too. Yes. Yeah. Because it just the, uses the yeah. standard XGT batteries. So two fully charged XGG, XGT batteries. A Makita microwave could deliver 500 watts of power for eight minutes before stepping down to 350 watts until the batteries are dead. The batteries provide enough power to reheat about 11 lunches or 20 hot drinks. <laughs> this thing just I, keeps I'm, getting I'm, better and better. I'm digging the battery options alone, you know, just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, glamping for sure. I mean, Jesus, like your little propane thing and all this stuff just to make eggs. And here you can make eggs in 30 seconds and be like, fuck it, here you go. That's that's hard. That's hard to... 500 bucks, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I love that that Shawnee just comes in just thanking Chris for the gift sub. And she's like, oh yeah, I got this friend that's got a smallish lunchbox. I I had a coworker that has one of these too that keeps your food warm. It's like you plug it in and then it's got like a little battery pack in there and it keeps it warm. And then she's like, OMG, this is pretty dope, honestly. (laughs) I mean... Kind of is. It's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> then someone was saying something about how ugly it was looking. I'm like, have you seen anything, Makita? It looks like all Makita products. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, glamping though, hands down, the yeah. king of the campsite, right there, the Makita microwave. We found it. We're, we're done. Oh, we're done, it's kind of a wet season, so all the wood is wet, so you can't light the fire. Bitch, I got a microwave. <laughs> now, granted, microwave steak kind of sucks. <laughs> and next time we have a power attitude, what's pizza rolls? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I, I, I'm more excited. I'm still more excited about the uh, the uh, battery options. I mean, how hard would it be to set up a TV and and a PlayStation in this bitch and be like, I'm camping now for real with my PlayStation Five. Hooray! <laughs> I mean, you could do that with these giant ass battery banks that they have yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, they have twenty amp battery banks that you can get <laughs> camping. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> yeah, camping. <laughs> and then you can always just be like. Turn my car on, recharge this shit, and play at the same time. Because <laughs> nothing like fucking over the environment even more when you're enjoying it. Exactly. That's right. That's We're on right. the same page here. That's Jason. true American. That's true American shit right there, man. All right. Oh, wait, uh, America. Keeping with tech, but I, I mean, not to say that this isn't useful, but very useful tech instead. Uh, NVIDIA has trademarks and also licensed with uh, uh, TSMC and a bunch of other manufacturers a new chip making tech that allows for 40 times faster GPUs using one ninth of the power. Uh, it has the ability, so they they do a lot of shit with, with crystals and imprinting paths and stuff like that. If you really want to get deep into it, like you can read a lot of this stuff in there, but it has the ability to print paths smaller than the wavelength of light <laughs> that, that's stupid that's stupid that's stupid it's that stupid like so, awesome that's, like one of those, that's one of those stupid things just like it's so stupid small like it like shut up like just no like that that's that's like so infinitely small that it's just like prove me otherwise you, you can't <laughs> just like, well we have like they have microscopes that can see weird shit like that and it's tangible so like this is still a tangible thing, not not like energy. So it still oh, technically right. has a point to where you could get to it and you could see it. Um, but yeah, it's supposedly able to do that, but forty times faster and a ninth of the power. Insane. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, if you want to read more on it, you can just you can just search for uh, Nvidia stuff. Um, they've it's it's really really crazy and it goes way deep into how they utilize these like path layers to and like crystal setups to to uh trans not even transmit it's like just overlays it and it makes the path mm -hmm. it's real weird on what they do with silicone um it's way way crazier shit than when jason worked at intel for his internship like it is nuts <laughs> <laughs> it is very very nuts anyways uh okay uh going back to uh, let's do some minor Sony news. Shuhei Yoshia uh, was is being awarded a BAFTA fellowship. Uh, if you don't remember him, he was the president of Sony Interactive for a while and was most famously known for how to share games with your friend on a PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't remember what we're talking about, if you go back to back to when the playstation 4 and the xbox one were first being announced and xbox like threw all of that drm bullshit on you of having to be on the internet and having to do all sorts of things and then sony's just like there you go <laughs> just handing each other a disc they're like we totally understand you guys do it and it's cool don't worry about it yep. which they still technically are except for the whole digital distribution stuff but it's much harder to do now with digital distro you just do weird shit like I do where I just log, I just am logged into Jason's PS5. <laughs> just like go over there one day, like do, 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 do. here you go, have fun on my library. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I just can't play when you're playing, but it's cool. If we both just unplug from the internet, we're good. <laughs> no. Who needs that's internet? actually, that's actually the best part. So like it, for the sharing aspect for it, if I remember right. So like I have my PS5 set up as the primary and Jason's is the secondary. And if Jason disconnects from the internet, he can't use it because it can't go on and authenticate whether or not mine is online. But if I disconnect mine from the internet, Jason can still play and I can play because it can't know that I'm playing the game. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> it's so great. This is the same shit that I do with the switch because the switch will do the same thing. It's like, as soon as like one's on and it's playing a game, it won't do it. But if you just put your fucking switch into airplane mode, boom, there you go. You can play on the other switch. Perfectly fine. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, Path Tracing is coming to Cyberpunk 2077 thanks to CD Projekt Red and NVIDIA, uh, which seeing Path Tracing on the new 40 series stuff is insane and beautiful and amazing. Um, So it will be really good to see that. All right, we have saved the best for last. This is hands down (laughs) the best news article that we have. Even better than the Makita fucking microwave. <laughs> Genshin Impact voice actor Rei Takahashi has asked fans to bathe before attending her next concert. And this, I'm, I'm going to read you excerpts from the article that we pulled this from. Takahashi posted a hand-drawn guide on Twitter last month aimed at helping them better enjoy their her first concert. The guide included some fairly sensible advice like stashing valuables in a secure bag. The handbook also included a small section which asked fans to thoroughly clean themselves before attending. Mm-hmm. Take a fucking I mean, shower, fair. people. I think that's fair. This <laughs> it's totally age. fair. Dude, in this day and age, you know, honestly, I work from home now, like, most of the time, and it's just like, do I shower every day like I used to before COVID? No. I'll hands down admit that right now. It's better for your body, technically, to not shower every day, but every other day, you gotta, like, you gotta shower, especially if you're a dude. We're gross and oily, and, like, it's it's bad. Yeah, there's no hair gel in this. There's no hair gel in this. Women, (laughs) women, you still have to shower. You think that you don't. You do have to shower. Like, even though you're not supposed to wash your hair, you know, like as often, you still have to shower, please, for the Even a good old whore's bath. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you don't know what a whore's bath is, a whore's bath is just getting some water and just kind of like splashing it on your pits. (laughs) (laughs) Little on your Splash, 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 splash. (laughs) Good to go. <laughs> and chat, I am the internet's dad. <laughs> not true. Not like Pedro Pascal, where he's the internet's daddy. I'm yeah. the internet's dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pedro is daddy. Yes. I'm dad. <laughs> I'm not I'm not nearly as attractive as him, but I will tell you what you need to do and tell you the reasoning as to why. It's just sensible. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it for news so now we get to move on to games that we are a playing jason are you able to actually like give a score yet i did it fucking did it you fucking did it i did it finally i I beat i beat uh god of war ragnarok on give me god of war mode 
and platinumed it. I did it all, 100%, absolutely everything that you could possibly do. There's even stuff that the uh, uh, there's no trophies to do, like beating all the trolls or taking down the huntress in the jungle Why area. Why are there no trophies like for that? Because they spend all their trophy account on all the other bullshit that you had to do. So, I mean, there, there's... I, they, wait, there's a limit to how armor. many trophies we're allowed to have now in games? Yeah, each game, you can only have a certain amount of trophies. Like, your total trophy count can only be a certain amount. Same thing with wait, achievements wait. on Xbox. Wait, wait. But what is that number? Oh, off the top of my head? Well, because like each each trophy has a different value. That's why some games will have like three golds yeah. and only like 40 like or 20 uh, bronze. And some games will have like one gold and like 100 bronze. Like there's different values of each trophy thing. Limit. Yeah, But there's a total point limit of what you can achieve or give out in any of your games. And they even have limits based on the type of game. Like if it's like a two dollar indie and you don't have a like they won't even let you have a platinum trophy. They'll be like the most you can have is like two silvers. Like they I have don't know. Minecraft has hundred and twenty seven trophies. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. well, because you have to remember also expansions. Uh, expansions allow you to add more. Oh yeah. But it's a it's a total point limit in general of, of like what like your game is allowed to have. Now it's not it's not how many bronze can you have. No no no. It's like you have a hundred percent capacity and bronze are are worth two percent. Silvers are worth like five, seven percent. Golds are worth like twenty percent, and then the platinum's like like thirty. So this would like this that. would make mild sense. Hitman Two has one hundred and forty six trophies, but no platinum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so there's there's, there's they a, gave you a, that a platinum, but at the at the cost of not giving you as many trophies for like killing all of the trolls. Sure, yeah. I mean they, all they the, choose all the whatever they want that, to like, give you. Yeah, yeah, they, they they choose whatever they want to give you and all that jazz. And there, I don't think there's there's not like a requirement to do it all, I don't think. But uh, who wouldn't want to give the the max amount of trophies or achievements for it? Achievements is easier to track because it's a score instead of just like a, a specific trophy. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, so I did it all. I did it all. Did everything. There were there were more than a few times. I, I easily doubled my playtime in this game. I, th- I think the to- like PlayStation says I played the game for 37 hours. And uh, um, so it's just like, okay, that's a, that's a fairly normal thing. But if you go into the game and it's just like, how long have I been playing the game, actually game, including reloads of saves and stuff like that. And I was at about 80 hours. So it's just like, yep, I, I definitely doubled my play time with all the fucking deaths that you do. And they're anywhere from like the dumbest dumb deaths that you forgetting to do anything to fucking bosses that are just going to like take your patience and just kick it out the window and stuff like that like get good to get good like jazz and and different than than any souls title i would say souls titles are just like yeah you got to get good and understand what's coming up and stuff like that god of war is more of an arcade style fighter uh um you know the uh battling game and they have indicators instead of like watching an enemy's movements so you have like a yellow circle means it's going to be a heavy attack but it can be parried or a red circle is just like hey here comes an attack and you can't you got to dodge it there's nothing you can do about this and anything else in between you can you can attack through or anything like that so i mean there's a little bit more of a, a helping hand there and the big differences is obviously varying on how hard you make the game of like how much health they have how much damage you actually do to these enemies and you know the the length of time you have between pairing and stuff like that and there were some where it's just like you have to have a sequence down memorized 100 percent, where it's just like attack attack parry attack parry parry block dodge and it's just like you have to get it down 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 because these end end game bosses like the, the final bosses 
cake. They, they didn't even care. Storyline, fine. The, everything storyline was easy, but it was these extra stuff they had to do all over the place. Fighting the berserkers, for example. Uh, there are a few of those battles that were just mind-numbingly impossible. And it was just like you you'd sit there. I remember one battle taking me two, three hours constant just sitting there trying to run through it all with one one guy on this god of war thing trying to juggle how you interact with three different enemies all shooting shit off of you off camera it it, it gets cheap gets feels aggravating but keep at it guys like i remember so it was like more than just like the valkyries oh yeah because oh, they, they had in game content in the first god of war the Valkyries but were tough it was too, all but Valkyries. i did not spend nearly as much time in the original god of war played that one on mm. the hardest setting too and the Valkyries were tough, but they were still one-on-one. This version of the Valkyries, which is the Berserkers, are uh, a little bit more difficult just because there can be situations where you're fighting more than one at a time. And there's this one battle I'm sure if you read it, the search this on Reddit, you're going to find a th- long threads of people complaining about these battles and stuff like that. And honestly, there's no trick. There's no hack. There's no anything you can do then just keep at it and pay attention to where everything is and just learn the battle. Get good. Like some kind of, like some kind mm-hmm. of God of war. Like it's yeah, crazy. Get yeah. good. Scrub. So get good, get good. And uh, so storyline was great. I actually really enjoyed the storyline. Um, it, it felt like it dragged on a few times. Like I remember like I've, this is the third time I've talked about this game over the last month and a half that I've been playing it, uh, it on this podcast. And um, there's a few times I was just like, Oh, I'm over halfway done. Oh, I'm almost done. It's right around the corner. And Nope. It just, it kept going. And I had to like, just finally sit down and be like, all right, I got to get through all this storyline. Otherwise we just keep doing all this side quest stuff and never get anywhere. And there were more than enough battles where it was just like, I wanted to just do it at my current level, where if I just left and came back later, leveled up, it would have been cake. But for whatever reason, my mind was just like, no, do it now. You're here now. This will save you time. And I'd spend like five hours on it. It's just like, it didn't save any time. Standard Mm -hmm. RPG play. You're like, no, 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 I'm I'm going to find everything. It, I'm well, gonna no, find no, no, everything. No, no. <laughs> You're gonna find everything, but if I were to, like, there's b- tons of battles that you'll come across that yeah. it's gonna be impossible for your level. It's just you can't do it. And yeah. it'll, like, it was be like, go level up, come back, and you'll be fine. But I would just be like, no, I'm gonna do it. I mean, that's what's great about God of War is just like you can do it. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> it'll just take you uh, forever. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a, a 20 minute battle instead of like a five minute battle if you just came back after like a half hour of go grinding or, or leveling up your shit. But you can do it. And there's a few battles that I did that too much of my chagrin for no other reason than just saying that I did it. And I mean, they don't even give you, they don't even give you a trophy for beating it on the hardest difficulty. Like, so I'm sitting there beating the last final secret boss, Gna or whatever her fucking name was. And uh, um, she was an annoying battle. It was tough, not the toughest one, but it was really tough. And I'm just sitting there and it was like, this is the last trophy I have to do. And then I have my platinum and everything's done. I hundred percent of the game at this point. And I'm just like, there's no reason that I need to keep it at give me God of War mode. I could turn it down to like story mode only and to hit this woman and be done with mm-hmm. this and get my, my platinum. Like I could do it. I kept saying that in my head. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I want this. I want the fucking, like I want it all done. I didn't go through 80 hours of this game just beating my head against the wall just to then at the very end be like, ah, I'll just pussy out. So I was just like, no, I, I, I've got to do it. I, and I did it. Storyline was great. Love the story. It kept like dragged on a little bit, but that was still really good. So you say it dragged on, but do you feel do you feel that there was enough content to split it into two games? No, because I no. feel like because that's what I was gonna say is I feel that the problem with that is that they had the story they wanted to tell, 
but it was like it was a one game thing 100 i mean and the dragged on i mean is just like there were times where you jump back and forth or have to go do something which could have easily just been a cutscene instead but they added on parts to it uh there were there were cutscenes, but i i feel like not enough in my opinion although there were a lot but a lot of the game was still you running around and the characters talking in between you fighting and moving and stuff like that, which is okay. But I was just like, I, I really wanted to flesh out the characters more than just watching the back of Kratos's head the whole time type thing. So that was my only only real real complaint. Uh, Storyline was enough twists and turns. The ending uh, um, boss battles, uh, fighting Odin and all stuff like that, and, and Thor felt a little limp to me. Like by the time you finally get there in the storyline, you're like, okay, we we kind of got this. We have an understanding. You know, you know, mm-hmm. this is God of War. But what I loved about the other God of War games is that it is you are here to murder and you are here to like do stuff and in the game they did such a great job with the music and direction that you don't hear the theme the actual god of war theme until like really halfway through the game when you're starting to feel rage like you can feel kratos start to get angry and that's when you first hear the like the the low god of war chant boo 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 and you're just like oh wait and then suddenly the battle music, because there's always battle music, the battle yeah, yeah. music starts using the God of War theme. You're just like, oh shit, like it's happening. We're getting there. And it's just like you get all this like buildup and rage into the storyline. And then, oh no, it's it's uh, actually okay. And you know what? I'm going to grow as a person. As the God of War, I'm going to grow as a person to be better, which is great storytelling, but it's not the Kratos that I love. And it's not, it's not mm-hmm. what I, it's like, it's not the, I kill God. God goes smush now like mode that I love <laughs> about, about God of War. And so when you finally do like spoiler, kill Odin, it is uh, uh um I don't it, think that that's really a spoiler. Like right, you exactly. killed like, fucking Zeus. Come on, people. Yeah. We knew God. this was gonna happen. Like the it's Ragnarok. Theme, the, yeah, the entire theme <laughs> yeah. of this thing is just like, what are you gonna do, God killer? Well, I'm not a god killer. The fuck you're talking about, Kratos? <laughs> you're a god killer. No, I'm not. Like literally, this is the storyline. Oh, I left it like Greek gods. Yeah, I left it behind. That's <laughs> behind me now. All right, well, your boy's in trouble. I'm gonna fucking kill some gods then. He was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but that's it's, it's the same thing. Of like, it's the same thing with the first one, to where he's like, I just want to live, right? You know, well, like I mean, have the kid. And off. you fucking assholes keep coming here and busting down my door. And like fucking up the landscape around me, like, I just want to like live my life, raise my boy, and go about my business. And now I'm gonna have to murder your asses. Well, and and it's, nobody it's like tells John what to do. Yeah, kind of like, like John. You know, kind of, kind of, kind of. No, okay. My wife died. Oh, now you kill my dog. You still in my car. Okay, now I'm gonna go get back in the shed. I just want to live my life. Now I'm gonna go murder some motherfuckers. Yeah, kind kind of. I mean, like the best part about this yeah. is that at the very beginning of the game, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you see at the end of uh, God of War 2018 where Thor shows up at mm-hmm. your door and it's like that's the cliffhanger. Well, then at the beginning of this one, it kind of picks up the same spot. Thor shows up, lets himself in. It's like kind of like a like, what are you doing here? What's going on? Odin shows up and basically says exactly what you want to hear. He's like. Hey, you know, I know who you are. I know what you've done in the past and I know what you're capable of, but I'm just here to say one thing. Just stay out of it. Stay here. Live your life. I won't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me and we're going to be fine and dandy. So just do me one favor. Don't come a knocking at my door. Like, don't bother me. Mm-hmm. And you know what Kratos does? He goes, uh, you know, there's only two things I want is to live by myself and have no one tell me what I want to do. 
And even though you're telling me exactly what I want to hear, fuck you. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> and so it's just like, you don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to do. And, and then so it's just like, get the fuck out of here and like aggravates them. So you have a, a big old fight. And then it's just like, all right, well, we're just going to live in peace now. And it's just like, what do you mean you're going to live in peace? You just started Ragnarok by saying, fuck you. I'm not going to do what you ask me to do. <laughs> anyway, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Exactly. <laughs> so storyline's fun. I think they did a great job of really trying to get the rage back in there because you had so much growth in 2018 that coming back into mm-hmm. this is going to be hard to be like, well, now you're just a uh, egregious rage murderer monster. again. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, but they had to recreate that rage. And then at the end, it's just like, well, all right, that rage doesn't really matter anymore because we actually worked that out. And now you and your boy are happy and everything's fine and dandy, but you still got to kill Odin just because you got to. And you go through this whole transition where it's not really Kratos is the rage monster anymore. It's the people surrounding him and then dealing with the fallout of other people's rage as Kratos is involved now. So it's not him being the, the subject of rage. It's him seeing the subject of rage of other people. And the rage uh, they, that he's created. Created mm-hmm. by his actions. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it is different. It's It just wasn't what I was expecting enough to like the like full on like bloody gushing like rage moments that i was really wanting um that actually brings me to a good segue of rage of bloody and gushing like there's gore but there's not enough in my opinion like 2018 i remember being fairly pretty like oh man there's a lot and there's still a few kills that are pretty brutal like tearing a wolf's jaw off down their body and stuff like that pretty cool slicing a dude in half neat but really then that's about it like none of the like other really boss battles are super like just over the top, just blood, guts, and viscera going everywhere. And I'm I wonder if you just grew desensitized to it. Maybe, maybe. Because yeah. like, in 2018, like, like that first like troll battle was pretty intense. Right. Yeah, and, but and th- you like, do that now every in... every five times. You do it 20 yeah. times or whatever it is yeah. in this game. So. <laughs> like I wonder if you've yeah, just grown not... desensitized to it. Just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more. There could have been yeah. more decapitations and stuff like that is all I'm saying. But um, yeah. Anyway, easily, easily a huge, fantastic game. I'm actually going to say that the the uh, playing it on harder uh, made it more of an enjoyable experience for me just because each time I was able to get to the next storyline and go forward. Cause then there's like, you have the peaks of difficulty and then it drops down mm-hmm. while you get to a new area right. and kind of peaks back up again. Um, made it just so much more rewarding for it. So, I mean, honestly it makes sense that so many people had this uh, game of the year for me uh, or for, for themselves, for me, uh, I got to go. I got to go 9.8. I mean, it was just, it's just barely right there with just a few of the things, like I said, like the story of building up the rage, not, and then having that just kind of like go nowhere. I wanted more of the emotion of what it was. Um, the, the final boss battles just kind of being meh on, on what it really was. The difficulty there just wasn't there for them. Um, and then we're set up honestly for, more there is still technically a cliffhanger there's there's a lot of unanswered questions oh yeah so it'll and be, we've talked nice about that, that it's supposed next. to go back to it's supposed to go to uh uh blah, 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 to like japan and like start going into other other uh, yeah i mean it, it's yeah. like it'll be interesting to see where they take it if they take it with atreus or loki and stuff like that on uh how that whole thing will go um because there's i don't want to spoil anything but because it's well worth the experience i mean we all know that it was loki like they no they no, no. i mean that. you know that at the end of yeah. 2018 yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah i'm talking about like the end of ragnarok of what happens yeah, yeah, at the yeah. end there of why there's it's a hanger okay but. question if you played this in 2022 where would it have fallen 
in my top five. Let's go over your top five. You had from five to one, Cult of the Lamb, Ixion, Tunic, Elden Ring, Forbidden West. It would have it would have pushed out Cult of the Lamb, no problem. Um, I think I think it would have been number three. So it would have moved Tunic, but it's still behind Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West just did it so much more for me, and like, oh, that thank you because. Mm-hmm. God of War is on rails. Like there's no getting around that. There's open areas, right. but it's very much on rails. And the this one did it even more so, like even more so. And then even like the like, ooh, there's something new you can do and come back was annoying more than it was kind of fun to explore. Cause I would explore constantly and find all kinds of places, just like, guess I'm gonna have to come back here eventually. And that was more annoying than it was being exploring and finding it out. Mm-hmm. Where uh um Forbidden West was just like have fucking fun, like do whatever you want. Same thing with Elden Ring. So I think that's the, maybe that's it right there. That it's just like, it wasn't enough of an open world experience for me to take it to the next level. Would have to push out Tunic? To push Tunic down, not push yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah push Tunic Cold down. Cold Lamb would have been. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's good. I, I, I actually kind of like that we're able to do the hindsight on that and be mm-hmm. like, like, what would you have done it as? Okay, uh, Chris, you want to go next or me? Uh, I can go next. Um, I was obviously on vacation. Um, this past weekend uh, for like a few days. So I didn't really play too much, um, but I did get some time in with Blacktail, which I've played before because we got a kind of early preview copy, which kind of rolled through. Um, so you can see in my background, if you're watching Twitch stream, got Baba Yaga um, because Blacktail is a story of Baba Yaga, um, Slag Protail, where you're this girl with a mask and a bow trying to find your sister um you kind of run to baba yaga's house which is you know just kind of like this tree house kind of with like chicken legs and you can kind of make decisions be kind of a good or evil witch kind of protecting the woods um, kind of like an outcast from the town um kind of trying to follow there's like this little kind of spirit thing your person you're trying to follow try to see if that's your sister as you're trying to find your sister in the woods because she's lost um she's gonna go on their bow you got some skills and upgrade by finding like different materials and stuff like that uh, run into interesting creatures like there's like these giant talking mushrooms that are kind of entertaining kind of explain stuff to you or kind of give you kind of missions and there's kind of a parallel there with like the metro series of making good or bad decisions because you be a good or a bad witch the decisions aren't always obvious it's just kind of sometimes your actions oh there's this bird i'm trying to find food and if i shoot the bird and it dies and then i can get feathers from so i can make more arrows but oh that's a bad thing i killed this bird I'm actually supposed to kill the deer, not the bird. Negative moral thing, whatever. So you become more like kind of evil witch rather than like a good good witch from the folktales. Um, so just kind of based off some of those like actions. I mean, some things are more obvious than others, but you know, like in Metro series, like in like Last Light, like come, oh, this guy's waking up in the bed. I'm going to shoot him real quick because I don't want him to shoot back, but he was actually trying to surrender. And that's kind of bad decision, ticking that negative checkbox, um, which kind of changes the story as it kind of plays. Um, you know, from plays four like different bosses can I fight one boss for, versus another boss in certain kind of scenarios based off your decisions or just kind of random kind of playthrough. Um, really enjoyable kind of first person shooter, kind of interesting kind of story. Um, going back to like a Slav folklore. I'm really looking forward to getting deeper into it. Um, but I really enjoy this game. So nice. Okay. Well, uh, I had a business trip. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I didn't get to do as much gaming during that. Um, But I did, because of said business trip, get to put in a good amount of time on uh, Vampire Survivors. 
<laughs> because Vampire Survivors on on mobile plays exactly like it plays on Xbox and on PC, and it is completely like you can run it without being connected to the internet, which is great. Like it, it's actually probably one of the best travel games that you can have. Suspend resume all works really well on it. It's it's just as good as playing it, and like and it obviously it doesn't use up that much processing power on pc and it barely uses up any processing power so it's not like (laughs) guzzling your battery on your phone either so if you're looking for a good game that you could just like pop onto your phone and then throw it in airplane mode and play on vampire survivor hands down grab it (laughs) off of google play or i or i store where whatever it is that you have um it's really really good (laughs) But it's it's the same. It's like I've talked about Vampire Survivor on on the PC, and it's it's just a fun fucking game to kind of like just lose time into. And it is a big time suck. Once you start getting good at it, or you start like boosting your character up more and more, it you lose tons of time into that game playing it. <laughs> um, but I did stream and beat Steel Rising, which is a great game still rising so if you don't know what it is it's a souls like but not quite like dark souls there's an actual narrative story that you follow it's the it's an alternate retelling of the french revolution uh to where they have these like clockwork automatons and whatnot robots that, yeah the <laughs> robots they're clockwork they're clockwork automatons though so it's very steampunkish yep. um and they and they even refer to it in as as clockwork and their gears and all of that uh but you play through a an alternate retelling of the french revolution um it's real weird dialogue wise because it's in english but then every once in a while they'll say french words in it and they'll show you the translation in the subtitles of what it is and then it'll be like small french saying and then english again and it's just like randomly as if the French people in France are talking in English. And then they're like, there's no translation for this word. (laughs) And you're just like, what the hell? That portion makes zero sense to me. The reason as to why they do it. You you either do it as one or you do it as the other. You don't do this weird. Assassin's Creed is guilty of that. Like crazy too, though. Like every single Assassin's Creed game has like these moments where it's just like, they're going to say something in whatever the local language is. And they attribute it to being the uh, Artemis, whatever it was called. Uh, yeah, like the system couldn't couldn't translate yeah. it well enough, which was fine. Like they do that and like you have something in there. In this particular instance, it feels like they're actually speaking in English in France. And then they just say it in French for some fucking reason. Uh, like it makes zero sense. Uh, but you do follow through like a, a it's a very complex story about uh, horrible King Louis, who ultimately at the end you chop off his head, which is how it happens in in real life as well. It's like the great thing is, is I can tell I can tell parts of this, and there's no real spoilers because it just kind of follows it. <laughs> but you're the clockwork uh, robot that is that is helping Marie Antoinette, and you have to go through and you you start like rescuing all sorts of uh, big political figures in the revolution. Uh, and kind of get them all together. And then you've got all these side missions and things like that that you do to help the revolution uh, win. And they actually have it to where it's like, you can get a few different endings throughout the game. Not nearly as many endings as like Elden Ring has. But if you go through and you just do the story and you don't do any of the side stuff, you get one ending. And then they've got a couple of different endings depending on 
uh, side quests, side quests that you complete, how you complete them, and then that ultimately determines which uh, which leaders in the revolutionary like forces you back at the end, and then you get a you get a different cutscene depending on those pieces there, which is really cool. Uh, it's very punishingly hard fighting, really really hard. Uh, you could go through it though and upgrade your weapons and upgrade your upgrade your automaton and everything like that. Uh, they've got six different attributes that you have to spend your your points on. Uh, if you die, you have to go back and retrieve it, just like any other Souls game. Um, but like I said, the reason why I really like this one is because it has that narrative story, and it's one of the reasons why I really liked Code Vein. Um, but it is definitely more of a Souls than Code Vein was. So it's kind of like a real. It's probably the better hybrid than uh than what Covain Codevein is within that because you can hmm. you have a little bit more freedom to travel back and forth. You're not fully on like this 100 percent on rail story like you were with Codevein, um, to where you go through and you do stuff. It's like you'll go into an area and then you'll finish it and then you'll come back out and then it will have triggered like three different side missions in different areas and you can see where they're at and like who you need to go talk to and everything like that. So it does a really good job of that and it gives, it shows you everything. Uh, minor gripes, there is no map at all when you're inside when you're like inside the city. So there are sections of the city where everything looks the same because in Paris there's sections of the city where everything looks the same and you can get kind of lost <laughs> if you're not like <laughs> fully paying attention to this one minor like difference there because the the streets just all look like standard Paris streets um going with the aesthetic of the game it's too many browns <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the times and whatnot as well too it's like everything's brown and but i like i after i was playing that i'm like i'm gonna have to play like a bright colorful game because there's just like after playing this game like i'm just seeing all the same stuff and it's dark as fuck too like in it sitting in my office i have to make sure that like the the curtains on my on my window are completely closed so that it's not drowning out some of the parts for it with the reflections from the <laughs> from the <laughs> like the light coming in so which kind of sucked but other than that like it all it makes sense the way that it is just because it matches the aesthetic of the time period um it's really really fun highly recommend playing it uh and picking it up it, it might still be on sale the reason why i got it is because it was on sale for like 20 bucks and i was like well it's like half price i might as well do it. it's still half price on steam and it should still be half price on playstation so if you want to pick it up do that uh played really well on my playstation played nice and seamless i never had a crash never had any weird shit happen to it or anything like that and the progression works well the weapons are good uh they have they do a good job of giving you different like versions of weapons utilizing either magic or straight uh or not magic but like elemental stuff or straight physicality and then different sections of like either you can shield you can counterattack, you can do special weapon or special moves and it would be the same style weapon but then the special moves are, are different so you pick and choose what's going to be the better weapon for you to go through as well uh all said and done i'm going to give it an 8.6 obviously okay. that's pretty high it's, yeah. it's pretty high there's some things that they could have done better um i will say one of the gripes that i have is that like during the game you're supposed to be rescuing like you go through and you pick up all these pieces 
to rescue somebody from one of the big bad bosses that you're fighting. And whether you rescue them determines whether or not they join the resistance and it helps. And at the very end of the game, there is like you go through and you have to pick up pieces. And there is a person in the casket that's like asleep and their soul is inside the big bad boss. You beat the big bad boss, it immediately goes into endgame cutscene and you never pull that person out of the casket. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, wait, uh, person i did everything no. like i want no. the satisfaction of no. pulling them out <laughs> not allowed no. yeah but do it. really good game really good play tough souls like game uh so if you really want a good souls like the and you're you know you've played through all of the uh the dark souls games and elden ring and you want something else this is definitely something that i think that you guys will enjoy kind of so. like would you kind of put up there with like code vein with like a souls like with story yeah and that, that's what i said is like it, it's like mm-hmm. code vein i like it better than code vein though because it's less on rails so it it, it gives a little bit more of a hybrid because like you go into a standard souls game and you can just run around and go anywhere that you want to yeah and for the most part you can do that uh you're also kind of metroidvania style like gated to where you can't go into areas until you get a move that can unlock these areas and do certain things um like you get a grappling hook at one section. You get this sweet jump kick that you can kick down like like shoddily made, man-made like doors and stuff like that. Um, so it's got those pieces in it, but it's it's less linear and like straightforward like Code Vein was. Code Vein, it's like you had a little but bit of capabilities. It's not a goth waifu simulator. It is not a goth waifu yeah, simulator. Yeah, you don't get to create your, your, your waifu. You do get to customize your automaton. So you can make her prettier. And you can pick and choose, like, you get different, uh, you, can, you can change the aesthetic of her exoskeleton. So, like, I chose, like, this cool, like, marbled exoskeleton that you can do, like, our armor for it. It looks really cool. And then you can change, like, different faces and hairstyles and stuff like that. It's not, like, the most robust of character creation, though. It is still pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's like, Code Vein's got definitely, like, some leg up on that but then you know not as good in other areas but i mean yep. you want to make a bang and a hot goth waifu you got it with code vein mm-hmm. <laughs> um then uh beyond that i played this like i, I jumped in because like, like i said i was looking for uh i was looking for like colorful games to play uh, so I started playing Tetris Effect again on my PlayStation. Oh my gosh! Nice. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's a there's this like old arcade like R type or not not R type because R type side, um, but it's it's just like a, a plain shooter game that they have on PlayStation Plus that you can get, and it's like it's literally a port of the arcade game. Oh wow! And it's hilarious <laughs> because like it's got it's it even says like. Like someone can jump in, you could do couch co-op and it's got like, it says that it's on free play because there's just unlimited continues <laughs> because it's, it's just a straightforward of the arcade game. Um, it's real weird and I am spacing on the name of it, but it's like as you you have like three lives and as your character, uh, as you, you lose your lives, the pilot gets less and less clothed because it's a Japanese arcade game. <laughs> 
<laughs> naturally, naturally, naturally. Uh, it's really fun. I'll have to find it and like post it for it. But it's free on PlayStation Plus. I mean, if you just go on PlayStation Plus and look for it, like you'll find it. Uh, they've got like all these different pilots and all the ships are completely different. The one thing that I thought was cool is they have a mode in it that um, if you uh, if you set it to you can set it to turn on so that it mirrors. So you you can do it in two player mode, but only one person. And whatever you're firing on your main one, the other one will fire, and then they mirror movements. Mm, so it'll mm-hmm. completely go back and forth and do everything that way. It's actually like it was it was pretty cool, and it made it like I played regularly and beat through like in single player on its own. But uh, after I saw that, it was like it made the game so much more fun. And then once you learn like all the different firing mechanics that you have and stuff like that. It's well worth picking up. I'm booting up my PS5 real quick just so that I can tell you what game mm-hmm. this is. Because it's, <laughs> Jason's going to want to Rezo, play it. Resogun or whatever? No, it's not Resogun. Resogun was good, though. No, it's... It was good. It's, okay, and this is why I, I was having a hard time. It's, it's Caladrius Blaze. C-A-L-A-D-R-I-U-S Blaze. <laughs> and when I first looked at it on the on the store, I thought that it was like it was going to be like an anime like action rpg or an anime rpg and then i started looking at it like this is a fucking like top-down shooter (laughs) but yeah it was interesting um another game that i've been playing off and on that i keep forgetting to talk about is a uh a puzzle game that's on playstation plus called the pedestrian oh yeah the pedestrian is dope yeah it's really really cool like every now and then when i've got like a few minutes i'll pop it i'll pop in because it's like a real fast in and out game they did an amazing job of being able to just hop in, play the game, and then like go out and then just pick up later on. But you're basically like a little like figurine, like a little like stick figure on signage, and you go from sign to sign on an adventure across town. And you have to like you have to move signs to be in specific orders so that you can open doors and go down and go through other doors and do all sorts of things like it's really cool uh, but that game that's another one that i would say is worth playing on playstation plus but you know what else is worth playing on playstation plus horizon forbidden west dope game which is on plus and that's probably going to be the next game that i'm going to play enjoy it spend your yeah. time but don't go don't go uh um armor hunting you get good armor and then you don't need to just worry makes it boring it. yeah all right well that's it i think that's all that we got right we all we did good we, yeah, all we, did good. we all laughed at news we talked about the uh makita microwave <laughs> Cram the... some bananas up our asses it's great yeah yeah bananas up our ass to be precise that's true <laughs> only you had the the pleasure eric <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you everybody for joining us for the ibd first podcast we understand that you have many choices in podcasting and unfortunately you continue to choose poorly but we love you for that just the same. You can find us at iBetaFirst.com or iBiff.co, which will direct you to all of the podcasts that we have in the iBetaFirst podcast network. That's right. It is a network of three podcasts. Uh, iBetaFirst, Cutscene, which is our anime watch-along podcast, and Patch Notes, where we talk with game developers about their games and ask basically what makes them tick. We, you know, Everyone wants to talk about the games. We want to talk about the developers. And then also weird and name things like is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a taco a sandwich? <laughs> is cheesecake cake or pie? Does ketchup belong on a hot dog? Those types of things. You know, uh, there, there was also that whole thing that we had when we did an interview where we just got, they just kept saying off the wall weird things about cream pies and stuff. 
That mm, one was yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can also find us at uh, Facebook, I Beat It First Com, Twitter, I Beat It First, Instagram, I Beat It First. Uh, and you can watch us stream, primarily me, stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash I Beat It First as well, where we do the podcast every Monday or Tuesday, roughly. Um, I unfortunately fortunately unfortunately fortunately uh, i have a new job that i'm starting this week and i've got a couple of business trips that are unfortunately lining up exactly with cutscene so we're not going to be able to uh broadcast cutscene we might actually finally be able to record cutscene this week if i remember to take my microphone with me on the plane because <laughs> i'm going to be out of town for an entire week and doing stuff so I don't know when we'll be able to get that up. Hopefully we'll be able to get cutscene going for it, but you can always watch us there. Uh, that does also mean that there will be no streaming unless one of these two fuckers decides to stream next week. Gotta on remind Twitch. me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I am out of town all week. <laughs> Although my work laptop definitely can do it. Jason, did oh, you see yeah, the specs on this when I was talking about it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This thing definitely could do it if I can get IT to allow me to install the requisite stuff that I need to do it. <laughs> but anyways, you can find us uh you can find us there on Twitch where we re- we stream and do all sorts of stuff within there. Uh but we also have our uh charity work that we do with Extra Life, which you can go to ibetafirst.com and click on the charity button up at the top and that will show you our Extra Life page and how you can donate to Extra Life as well as our first and only so far as we know it now, they haven't. I haven't seen anybody else do it yet. Charity Throne account, where 100% of the proceeds ship directly to Phoenix Children's Hospital. So if you're looking to, if you're looking to purchase things for kids or anything like that, all of the items on there will go directly to a store. In heavy air quotes. Remember, guys, when we're doing this, we're saying it in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, store where kids can spend money. Monopoly money to buy things uh, while they're in the hospital because, you know, kids need something. And there's things like gift cards and stuff like that on there as well for older kids that are looking for, you know, time to spend with their families and stuff like that or like want to go to a movie or something when they're not in the hospital because it goes anywhere from zero to 18. That's what you get as a kid at the pediatric hospital. Um, But that is about it. Uh, we will be raiding out, so please stick with us, everybody, if uh, if you're watching us on stream so that we can raid out and say hello to one of our friends. But we can't end any podcast without Chris saying... Bye-bye!